With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. What's going on, guys? It's Mike Cerrone from the DC Crossover Podcast. Ben and I have been producing audio content since our teenage years. But now, don't we wish we had the tools you guys have to create and distribute your own content? Let me quickly tell you about our new sponsor, Anchor. Now, if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's definitely something I love using. One reason, because it's free, people, F-R-E-E. As most of you may know, free is one of my favorite words, so don't get that mixed up. So no charge to start up with Anchor. Now let's talk about how easy it is to use. With Anchor, there are creation tools that allow you guys to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Super simple and super accessible from anywhere. Now that you recorded, how do you distribute to the streaming apps? Anchor does it for you, folks. Whether it be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or more, they got you. Using Anchor, you can actually make money from your podcast. Straight hard cash, homie. Whether you have a handful of friends, family, or group that wants to hear your content, there is no minimum listenership. It's everything you would ever need to make a podcast in one simple place. Want to get started? Here's what you guys need to do. Download the free Anchor app on your phone or go to anchor.fm to get your podcast started today. Now back to our nation's capital with Sarone and Simpson. Put that in the in the edit. <laughs> All right, let's do this thing. It's a clown question, bro. And they're not even called Reese's Pieces. They're called Reese's Pieces. Reese's Pieces. <laughs> they're pieces of Reese's. I'm a man. I'm forty. I'm not. A, I'm not a kid. Write something about me. Playoffs. I just hope we can win a game. We're talking about practice, man. We're talking about practice. We're talking about practice. We ain't talking about the game. We're talking about practice, man. But they are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. This is what's great about sports. This is what the greatest thing about sports is. Hello? You play to win the game. Welcome back, everybody. It's the DC crossover right here on iTunes, Android, Google Play, whatever we're going to be on. I have no idea. Uh, I know it's going to be on iTunes, uh, but at the same time, I'm trying to figure out uh, how to put it on Google Play Music. But I heard that you can put it on 
uh, a Android phone or a Google phone or whatever, because now they have their own button for a podcast. I didn't see that before. I was told Google Play Music, and Google Play Music somehow is being impossible uh, to add different episodes on there, so I have no idea what it is. I bet um, you'll figure it out. You're a smart guy. Yeah. Kind yeah. of. It's been for three weeks. I haven't heard anybody actually call you that, but, you know, we'll, nope. we'll, we'll pretend. Not in a while. Um, wherever. Uh, but... <laughs> this is the D.C. crossover where we cross over all four major sports teams in the D.C. market. Uh, as two teams are kind of out of season right now, we won't be talking about the Capitals or the Wizards uh, until uh, the next couple of weeks as they are starting to get into their preseason plays. Uh, the Caps played a couple games now, uh, and the Wizards will be getting started here in the next coming weeks. Um, but as, as we get into Redskin football season and also the Nats ending their season, uh, next week, um, we will get into the Nationals recap. Ben will be probably calling in as he is going to be out of town uh, probably for the next couple of weeks. He's pretty busy. I'm a busy guy, Pretty Mike. busy. Pretty busy guy for the next couple of weeks. A world traveler. Yeah, exactly. you got a lot of stuff going on. I'm, Bachelor uh, parties, I'm, weddings. Yeah, yeah I, I got a lot of... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, you got a dog that poops on your floor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got a lot of other issues. Um, <laughs> I, I, I have nothing else to say. Um, but, yeah, basically, uh, we cross over all four major sports teams in the D.C. market. Uh, but we're going to mainly focus on the Redskins here as uh, the Nats obviously have nothing to talk about. Um, this is Bryce Harper's last game as we record this episode. So we'll have to go back and watch and see if the fans actually cheered for him or whatever they do. I personally think he's going to be back. Um, but at the same time, you never know. Um, yeah, it's his last last homestand, and uh, it's one of those weird things where, yeah, it, it could definitely be his last time in the uniform. I know, I think he picked up his 99th RBI today, so pretty close to 100 RBIs on the year and 34, 35 home runs. And if, if basically, if he was hitting close to 300, the guy would probably be in the MVP race. But since he's hitting 250 with those stats, uh, he's not really in the conversation. But ended up turning around a pretty bad season and, and, and put together some stats. Well, that's another big thing, too. As we, Before we get into the Redskins talk, we're just going to get a little tidbit into the Nats. Basically, when you look at that entire uh, season as a whole, it kind of reminds me of the Adam Dunn days where Adam Dunn would go out there and hit around 230, 240, something like that, and basically get uh, 95 RBIs but hit 40 home runs, uh, which also goes to show how much uh, of a difference it is when people get on base or not when a big hitter like Bryce Harper comes up. Because when you're getting solo shots, uh, for the most part, uh, it doesn't really help your ball game because, you know, the other team can easily score one with two extra base hits or whatever it may be. So when you're looking at it, it's just definitely a down season for the Nats. But again, we're going to get into that a little bit next week and the week after that um, just to talk about the season recap, what we should see for next season, possibly as Buck Showalter, as you mentioned, uh, Ben off air from the O's. It's probably getting let go. So we don't know if David Martinez is going to be here or not. I mean, this season is is, is such a a tumultuous, is it tumultuous? Is that what it is? Is that it? Is that it? <laughs> tumultuous. Tumultuous. Okay. I don't even know if I'm saying it right. <laughs> Whatever. I don't care. Um, <laughs> I'm watching the Big Ten Network from yesterday. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah, basically this season as a whole has been a terrible season uh, for Davey Martinez to come out in his first season overall as a manager. So 
And we'll have to talk about that next week and dive more into that. But it's football season. Redskins just got a big W. Hail to the Redskins. Big W against Aaron Rodgers and the Packers in the swamp of a field. That's a piece of crap field. That field is so ugly every single week. No matter if it's sunny or if it's raining, the the field's getting tore up like you're hitting seven irons from a fairway. It's, it's, It's ugly. But they still got the win. Who cares? I mean, we got the win. That's all the, that, that really matters in this game. Uh, but o- overall, also, we got to look at this, Ben. We were exposed to have a 2 on one record. Everyone expected us to beat the first two teams in deep Green Bay. But yeah. overall, I mean, hey, you got to give it to the Skins, 31-17 over the Packers. Yeah, you mentioned the, the, the field not looking great. And then we've also been documenting on the on the site, dccrossover.com, been posting about the, the lack of attendance as well and uh, that the Redskins have been having, and I think it carried over to today as well. But, you know, also the weather's not been great in the area, so it was kind of a rainy day too. But, but yeah, they're not really getting the fans out. But, hey, maybe the excitement now after, you know, going 2-1 and one to start the year and having a lot of exciting things happening around this team maybe we'll draw the fans a little bit more but then again it's still fedex field which is still a piece of crap but yeah mike (laughs) uh weird game and we'll kind of get into the recap because this was a game where you watch the first half of this game and you go all right this thing's pretty much over you know 28 10 uh you know all they got to do in the second half is just you know, put together a couple more touchdowns, put this thing away. Not even. Just just, just, get, a, just get 10 points. That's yeah, all really that's, that's pretty much all they needed to do. And instead, they uh, made this game a little closer. It still never got within one score, um, uh, but it felt like uh, the, the second half was a lot more nerve-wracking than you would have liked it to be. It ended up being a 31-17 final. But, yeah, Mike, I think this is something that this team will have to figure out how to do, and that's close out ball games and put teams away because they clearly did not do that here today. I mean, yeah, you get the win uh, at at the end of the day, but at the same time, this game and and anyone that watches this game from start to finish, like you and I did, you you had a bad feeling in that second half. Oh, yeah, I did. Uh, You thought, oh, God, this is Aaron Rodgers. This is what he does. Comeback City. uh, And the Redskins just were unable to do anything on offense, uh, productive, really, until kind of towards the end there in the fourth quarter. Bad third quarter for the Redskins offense, that's for sure. But we're, we'll try not to be too negative, Mike, because at the end of the day, they, they pick up win number two. At the end of the day, it's a win. <laughs> exactly. A, a win's a win, and uh, we'll, we'll kind of go over maybe a couple guys here that you know looked pretty good, kind of what you liked and what you didn't like out of this game, Mike. And I'll, I'll just start with, again, we'll, we'll go to Alex Smith here throwing his first interception of, of the season and first interception in, in, in a while. And uh, it was kind of a weird play, kind Very of a weird. A, a weird throw. It was almost like he was throwing to the Packers player uh, on, on the pass. But besides that, pretty standard game from him. 12 for 20, 222, uh, 220 yards, two touchdowns, uh, 110 QB rating. I mean, this is kind of it, – it's, it's funny because, uh, Mike, we had week two off uh, for the show. We didn't do a show week two, which is probably good because they look so bad against the Colts. Yeah. It's almost like week one and week three are almost mirror images of each other. And then you had that – abomination in week two because this is kind of what we saw at Alex Smith in week one and kind of what we saw out of AP in week one. Yeah, I I should mention that last week I felt like I had uh, a a deadly flu or something for for Sunday, Uh, so we weren't able to do it. And then Ben also had some prior issues, so we really didn't have a chance to do it yet last week. So we don't only do this episode, uh, or I should say, do the DC crossover when the Redskins are winning. So (laughs) I'll put it it this way. We're in it through uh, thick and thin every, every single year. But overall... 
looking at what you're talking about, too. Alex Smith, not a big day passing, but they tried to keep the run game going. I think that overall in the first half, the clock went by pretty darn quickly. And that's because, uh, and I've seen it multiple times uh, throughout the NFL, is that when you run that clock, uh, and it goes a game or the game goes like this where it's so quickly um, uh, done. It's because all the, the first downs that everyone's getting, they're getting like, you know, three or four first downs in a drive, which then wastes. I mean, it's wasting about 35 seconds off the clock, especially today where it was loud with Packer fans and I guess uh, the, the 10 skins fans that are in the, in the stadium. Yeah, a lot of go pack. No <laughs> yeah, seriously. When, sure. when you have all those types of uh, situations uh, where, you're literally just churning out yards. They had a couple running backs that did, did some work. Williams and Jones uh, both combined for about 60 or excuse me, uh, 73 yard or 71 yards um, on 11 attempts. So they were chewing out yards left and right uh, and getting those first downs. And a lot of Aaron Rodgers' passes, I mean, he wasn't even averaging literally 10 yards of completion. It was under that. So basically he was getting those six, seven, eight yard completions uh, that were extending drives and overall uh, making those drives last longer. So the game went by a little bit faster. So that's why you don't see Alex Smith, a lot of attempts. He only had 20, 220 yards, two touchdowns. Um, that was his first interception of the year, uh, which obviously is a little bit, uh, you know, dis- disconcerting because that wasn't really a bad pick. It was overall Jordan Reed just, just basically said, I'm not running anymore. Um, <laughs> but, but overall, um, you know, what stood out to me the most was uh, the resiliency uh, by the defensive line. Oh, absolutely. I, I, I was watching with my dad and my parents overall. And I uh, told my dad, I said, hey, we need, we're getting pressure, but we're not getting the sacks. And overall, in the second half, you saw John Allen. You saw Deron Payne with his first career sack. Matt Ioannidis was, was being a beast. He already has three sacks on the year through three games. Uh, and he only had four all of last year. So when you're looking at some of these guys on the defensive line, they're actually doing their job uh, later in the ball game when it starts to become tougher. Um, you know, Deron Payne, he had four tackles. John Allen had three tackles and two sacks. They had three sacks between the two Alabama defensive linemen, Allen and Payne. So that's the biggest thing that I saw. And overall, our whole entire thing, before the season started with our over-under of these defensive linemen, I mean, look at the stat. Four sacks between the three guys, Ioannidis, Payne, and Allen. So when you're looking at that, Ben, especially Zach Brown, only three tackles. He's, he usually averages like 9 to 11, somewhere in the middle there. Um, so... Really, it was it was one of those types of games uh, that was definitely something different to watch. Uh, they they dominated in the first half, um, but the biggest thing that stood out to me, besides the defensive line, uh, I'll just make a real quick comment about it, is the second half scoring. It's terrible to see the Redskins only score three points in the second half. Yes, they held Green Bay to seven, but at the same time, on a broken play, I should say. But at the same time, they they had uh, you know in week one they had. 21 points in the first half. They had three in the second half. So they basically matched what they did in week one. Yes, you, you know, when you're ahead by that much, you should, you know, try to run some clock and do things like that. So the game plan shouldn't change that much. But at the same time, when, other, when the other team comes out with adjustments of what you're doing, they need to defend you. Why do you sit there and say, okay, we're content on just doing what we did the entire first half? They literally had 15, 20 minutes of saying, okay, you know, they're going to Jordan Reed or they're going here, they're doing this or they're doing that, where they can try to defend that now instead of just, just basically continuing the first half to the second half and then yeah. the Redskins scoring another 28. That's just not how it works. So when I, when I look at this, 
they have to have better adjustments come the second half because, you know what, three points against another quality team. The Green Bay Packers, if Aaron Rodgers is 100%, you never know what's going to happen in that game, especially if it's sunny or whatever. I mean, look at KC. You play KC somehow, and they come, they come into your, 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 your hometown, or you go into KC or something like that. They're going to score 60 on you if you can't adjust in the second half. But um, I just think that uh, we'll get into, into it in a second. But, um, I mean, it, it, it's just something that, that concerns me a little bit is that second half, just like you mentioned, about a little bit of worrisome stuff uh, for, from our defense and, uh, and whatnot. But the defensive line, very impressive. Second, yeah, second D-line was half. great. I loved uh, what we saw out of the tight end group uh, with, with Vernon Davis and Jordan Reed. Yep. Uh, Reed, four catches, 65 yards. Vernon Davis, two big catches for 70 yards. Um, his, his longest one was, was a 50-yarder. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we, we saw Smith spread the ball around. I mean, you had, uh, you know, Davis and Reed. You had Paul Richardson with his big catch. You had Jamison Crowder, Richardson and Crowder, each with a touchdown apiece. Um, the one guy that – and it's funny because it's a win, but we're, we, we're, we're, we, we get into some negatives here and there, but that's – the Redskins, you know, We're going to be hard to. on – especially. <laughs> um, but, but Chris Thompson was a guy that we really didn't Nothing. get much out of here in this game – uh, with how great Adrian Peterson uh, was with two touchdowns, uh, 120 yards on the ground, you had Chris Thompson who, you know, six carries, 17 yards. He had one catch. He was targeted twice. And this was a guy who, in, against Indianapolis, had, what, 10, 12 catches? I mean, he, he was heavily featured. Um, I think he was targeted, what, 13 times? <laughs> yeah, something like that. And uh, so, you know, it, it's just one of those things, Mike, every time I watch – uh, the skins play and watch Adrian Peterson. I go, you know, I, I love the production we're getting out of him in week, you know, week three, we, uh, you know, for, first three weeks of the season. But are we going to be able to get the same thing in week 15, week 16? I mean, uh, other guys are going to have to step up. And, and that's like Chris Thompson is a guy that will need to be um, a, a, be there if Adrian Peterson, you know, needs to sit out a, a half or something like that, or you know, he 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 runs down late in the season. So, I, I kind of didn't like to see that out of him. Capri Pibbs got in the game there. You yeah. saw two carries there. Yeah. Um, w- one of the practice uh, squad guys. So, yeah, overall. I think you look at the score and you go, okay, I don't see any issues. 31 points. He had 28 in the first half. Uh, But when you kind of dive into it a little deeper, there's some kind of question marks. We're looking ahead with this team, especially with a pretty tough schedule coming up after the bye with, with new Orleans right out of the gate there. Um, But I, I, I'm happy two and one, Mike. I mean two and one. Like you said, they should be two and one, but maybe not against this type of way. Yeah. Not, not exactly in this way with that just stinker, uh, against Indy there in week two. And, and Packers, uh, they Clay Matthews has got to be asking himself, what was What that? am I supposed to do? How stupid was that? Like, <laughs> I'll mention my dad again because me and him just looked at each other and we were like, we're, we're rooting for the team that, that the penalty was, was in favor for. But like, but like, you almost don't want uh, how that dumb in that was situation. that? Like, you look yeah. at it, that's that's probably one of the cleanest tackles I've ever seen. Yeah, <laughs> and, and he, I mean, he tilted his head to the side, wrapped up, and just and just basically drove him into the ground. And that's what yeah. you're taught to do. And this is three straight weeks for for Clay Matthews getting these calls. And I the believe first week was week what, one was yeah. yeah justified, but week two and then week three back to back weeks with. 
calls were universally. I mean, this yeah. is across the league. People are wondering what the heck's going on here. What's this guy supposed to do? Um, so you got to feel a little bad for Clay Matthews there. But Packers, what a weird start to their season. One, one, and one. Yeah. Uh, well, that's that's, that's going to be four teams now. Or maybe not four teams, but it's, there's yeah. two ties. Yeah, two, two ties. ties. Which, yeah, you How hate to stupid see. is that? NFC North, pretty interesting uh, with the Vikings getting uh, crapped on today. And then you oh, have yeah. the Packers lose too. Who knows what's going to happen with that division, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, and then Lions and Bears, big question marks oh, there my. too. But uh but yeah, skins solid win there. I guess we'll, we'll kind of get into some uh, some some stock reports here, Mike. Yeah, we'll get into them. Just, one last thing I want to say sure. though is one thing I'm very very worried about is the Redskins' uh, uh, defense uh, preparation of third down and long. They had about what was it, maybe five or six of those third down and longs today that were basically like third down and twelve or third down and fifteen or whatever it may be. And at one point, the, the, the Packers were six out of uh, 12 on third down, and like eight of them were 12-plus yards. And I'm like, I just don't get it. So it's like, to, to me, what are you supposed to do in that sense when you basically go out there and th- I, there was one situation that they went, they were about to go for it on fourth down, and they had a penalty, I think it was. But they basically, no, it was a drop ball. It was a drop yeah. ball by Randall Cobb. Um, but a lot of drops from oh, up today. Yeah, yeah, that was that was pretty bad too. But but look, when you look at it, it was, a, it was a fourth down and what was that? Fourth down and seventeen or third down and seventeen, and they literally have. I think it was Jonathan Allen was the only one rushing, and you have ten defenders back, and they still gained sixteen yards. How is that possible? I just don't understand how that's possible. And like, if you're Greg Minuski, don't you get a little fearful of saying, okay, we're not going to play regular defense. I can see if you have a three-man front or whatever, just to give a little pressure on Aaron Rodgers. But when he saw Jonathan Allen against a five-man offensive line, you think he's going to say like, okay, I'll have 12 seconds here to throw that football. Yeah. Like, yeah. like you know, <laughs> he's like, I'm going to have a whole entire quarter to throw this football because no Too one's rushing. Time. It's just dumb. And the sole fact, it's like, why don't you sit there and say, all right, we'll play a cover two, uh, two-man safety over the top just to, just to be safe or whatever it may be. And, and let them have, you know, if you let them have 10 yards or whatever, don't let them have 15-yard, uh, like uh, I think it was a curl route or something like that, a 10-yard curl route, and he, and he gained another three or four yards to basically get pretty much the yards to gain almost. It just it makes no sense to me. Yeah. But uh, we'll, we'll see about that. that. That's another thing. Again, we're harping on negatives, but at the same time, <laughs> you know, it's, it's hard to sometimes. We'll but, take the win. We're happy yeah. about the win. But you got to look forward with this team and think yeah. that there's, if, if they can just clean up a couple of these mistakes, yeah, true. this is a better team than, than oh, people yeah, think. People saying 6-10. and 10, People are saying 5-11. and 11. I mean, this is not a five-win team. You got Alex Smith in the, in, in the backfield, basically, that can do something for you. Uh, as you saw, some darts that he threw today, uh, a dart that he, that he threw last week to Jordan Reed as well. Uh, I mean, you're seeing him throw some nice balls. And overall, uh, if, if you have these guys that are healthy – then, you know, you can go pretty far. I mean, if you beat a Packer team, that's the thing also you got to look at is you can't do what Virginia Tech did yesterday and play <laughs> down to your competition that's because true. you go out there and you see them play that bad against the Colts. And, but don't get me wrong. The Colts, they might be a little bit better than people think as well because they took basically the Eagles, the defending Super Bowl champs, down to the wire today. Uh, I think they only lost by – or I think the Eagles beat them by four or something like that. But at the same time, you got to look out for um, some of these teams uh, being a little better than they are because you don't want to go in and say, like, okay, 
We're just gonna we're we're, we're gonna skate through this game because we got the Saints next week, or we we're, we got the Cowboys next week on Monday Night Football, or whatever it may be. You can't you can't do that. You got to go week to week basis. I know people say that, but obviously when it comes down uh, to people's uh, psyche, yeah, they they don't look at the Colts, or they don't look at certain teams like the Browns or the Bills and say, I mean, look at the Vikings today. You think the Vikings were were looking towards next week? Yes, I'm pretty sure they're looking towards next week because Kirk Cousins at one time literally threw the ball 40 plus times and <laughs> he had 200 yards and one pick. That's yeah. all it gets the Bills who have gotten trashed literally the last two weeks. It just makes no sense to me. So I start laughing at that situation. But at the same time, uh, you know, you just got to make sure that you come out with, with the same intensity every single week. But uh, we'll just see what they do uh, after next week's bye week. So uh, we're going to get into stockpile right now. Uh, two players that have their stock going up and two players that have their stock going down. So, Ben, let's start with the negatives and then try to end on a positive note for our first segment. Uh, two players that has their stock going down for you for the Redskins. Sure. You want me to give a two or one each? Whatever you want to do. I okay, don't, okay. I don't care. I just put two players down. Sure, sure. I'll, I'll start with... Uh, Wait, so what are we doing? <laughs> we'll, we'll go one each. We'll okay, go one, one each yeah, for good. each category. Great, great. gotcha. Um, so I, I think I got to go with Ryan Kerrigan, and, and he was, uh, as far as stock down, he was a guy who, they even mentioned this on the broadcast, is, I mean, this is this is a guy that's been featured on this defense uh, for, for years now. And years, he's, yeah. he's, he's a guy that's always known as, you know, he's, he's one of the leaders on this team, and he's good, you know, applies pressure and things like that. He got his very first tackle of the entire season today. Uh, and I know it's only been three I weeks. i find out when still, that tackle was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They have him down for, for one solo tackle, and it must have been late there. But, yeah, if you're, Ryan Kerrigan, that's a, that's a name where you're expecting a lot more from him through the first three weeks of the season. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to have to go stock down for, for Kerrigan. Yeah, Kerrigan. I mean, I mean one tackle. I mean... <laughs> Yeah. I can tackle you right now, and I could I could say yeah. I'm Ryan Kerrigan. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Yeah, we'll, we'll do it. Um, I also, I mean, I'm going to go that same exact route. I'm going to say Preston Smith. Preston Smith, he had a decent day today, but I mean, they were running to his side a lot more. Uh, but at the same time, six tackles today, no sacks. I just don't get it. How these two guys? I mean, this is his contract year. His contract year. Yes, he had six tackles today, but he had four through the first two games, and that one game was against Arizona, where Arizona sucked. I mean, they literally sucked. And then Indy comes in. They're not that great of a team. And, uh, I mean, Andrew Luck's going to throw a million times, so you have a lot of chances for tackles, and you still only got two. So that just makes no sense to me as these two guys come in with a combined uh, you know, total uh, of, of tackles, with, uh, including assists, with 40-plus last year. And you, you, I mean, you're on, on pace literally to get, like, what is it, like basically nothing. I mean, it's just, it's just funny to me how you look at these two guys who are premier pass rushers. I mean, these guys can start for any team out there. There and they're just not doing anything. Another person uh, that I'll, I'll, I'll mention just real fast sure. is Mason Foster. I think Mason Foster should, should be having a lot better the year than he did yeah. last year. I mean, last year he did pretty well, uh, but this year it just seems down. Like he had eight total, ta- or excuse me, uh, ten or two, I don't even know what it is. Uh, it's, uh, <laughs> I'm looking at it right now, but there's like three different numbers on it. He had eight assist tackles today, uh, which again, I mentioned the, the episode before. His pass coverage has to be better, number one. And also, he needs to basically get sideline to sideline a lot faster. He needs to work on his speed. Uh, Zach Brown, he hasn't been doing too much this year either. But overall, you know, Mason Foster needs to go back to the 2016 season where he only started 13 games. He, he was in 16 of them, but he only started 13 and had over 124 combined tackles. You can't have, you know, five tackles through two games. You just can't have it. For stock up, I will go with... 
kind of seems like an obvious choice here, but Adrian Peterson, after kind of last week where he struggled, uh, now a lot of that probably due to the offensive line, not, yeah. not creating the, the holes there, but AP was back to his, uh, you know, his week one self there with 19 carries, 120 yards, two touchdowns, uh, his longest run on the day for 41. And, you know, this is this is vintage Adrian Peterson, and this is where he's at his best. And they even talked about on the broadcast, when you line up in the eye and give Adrian Peterson a lot of space to read the gaps and read, uh, you know, the space in front of him and, and, and kind of see what he has, um, that's where he's at his best. And we saw that from him today. We saw a lot of, I mean, yeah, he averaged about six, seven yards per carry, which is a solid day on 19 yeah. carries and had that one, one long one. But, yeah, I think overall, I mean, Adrian Peterson, they're gonna, people are going to continue being surprised at the production that this guy has been able to put out. And uh, if, if they can you know, get, a, get a day like this, they've gotten two great days from Adrian Peterson so far in the first three weeks. And if you're the Redskins, you really, you know, it's it's what the saying what's the saying goes. You bet low and, and try to win high or something like that. And I think that might be a saying. I don't know. <laughs> I'm thinking like what? But but regardless, <laughs> they've gotten a lot out of a guy who you know they didn't have to break the bank for. And Adrian Peterson. Yeah, no doubt about it. I mean, stock up. I have to go with just push him away. I did. Teddy, go lay down. Teddy, go poop on the floor right over there. Right that that spot on the rug. Yep. <laughs> yeah, right there. Yeah, Jen's gonna love it. Um, but my stock up, uh, my stock up has to go. Jeez, ah, I don't even know. I'm gonna go with Alex Smith. I, I'm, sure. gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm just gonna go with him because obviously, you know, there's really no. I mean, Jordan Reed already has stock up, but there's not really anybody out there that that did wonders for us uh, t- today. Um, but overall, I think Alex Smith. His running ability, he actually got two first downs running the ball, and he also had a couple other good runs that extended the drive a little bit uh, with more yardage. But, I mean, seven rushes for 20 yards, that's not a, he's not a world beater or anything like that. His longest one was seven, and I believe that was the first down run. But you got to look at him and say he's going to you know, tuck it and run it a lot more than Kirk Cousins did last year because Kirk Cousins, you know, he was more of a thrower, didn't really want to go out there and say, okay, I'm going to sit here and, and and just basically you know try to run for the first down. He did it a few times, but he's going to look to be the gunslinger that he is and try to throw it all the time. So Alex Smith, he's more of a tentative kind of thrower. So I'm going to go stock up, though, because the pick – Eh, you could put it 50-50 blame on him and uh, and Jordan Reed, but at the same time... Well, he's not going to go the whole season without throwing interceptions. Yeah. We know he's kind of throwing yeah, he, it at yeah, some he, point. He's a single-digit uh, interception guy. I'd so. rather have it happen in this situation where it didn't really hurt them in the long run. Yeah. It wasn't in a crucial part of the game. It was more of a, man, that's kind of weird. What's the guy doing? Yeah. <laughs> he just kind of threw one up there. Yeah, it, yeah, it was definitely odd, to, to, to say the least. But uh, overall, I think um, it, it's, it's definitely going to be a positive thing if Alex Smith can use those legs. I think also from last week, he didn't run a lot last week. So I think this week definitely helped uh, that he could actually, especially keeping the ball on the ground uh, without having to throw a wet football because it was raining most of the day, which also goes into the fact that I think also the Redskins, uh, besides getting off the topic of stock right now, I think the Redskins got away from the run game in the second half. I mean, Adrian yeah, Peterson had about, what, 11 ru- rushes in the, in the first half. He had eight in the second half, and he had, what, 82 yards in the first half? Like, why would you go away from that? And I don't like it when they have Chris Thompson out there on a second down run play, and they're like, okay, I'm just going to go out there and have Chris Thompson try to run the football on a wet day. I mean, he's the agile guy. I mean, Adrian Peterson goes out there, puts one foot in the ground, he's gone. 
You know, he's going to make that one jump cut on that beautiful run. I forgot which run it was. I think it was, uh, it might have been his longest run where he had two jump cuts in the same run, and it was beautiful. God, he just looks fantastic when he's yeah, running. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, it's so smooth. smooth. Yeah. And he just knows. You can just tell. This is a guy that knows exactly what he's doing on a football field. He knows exactly where the holes are going to be. Yep. He can read it incredible. I mean, we're going to be impressed with Adrian Peterson all season long, I feel like. Yeah, and that's the thing, too. Is I think Chris Thompson, he, he, I think he can run the ball up to five times or whatever, but don't have him out there running second down and, and 13s or whatever. Try to th- throw the football. I mean, just just, just don't j- j- go out there as we looking at the thing. I'm getting sidetracked because the 49ers are fearing that Jimmy Garoppolo has a torn ACL. Um, but at the same time, to get off track, but I just think that Chris Thompson, he, he shouldn't be out there on a wet surface, especially with a leg problem last year. He shouldn't be out there trying to do something like that. So that's just, I mean, I, 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 mean, it's, I got sidetracked from my stock up, but the stock down, uh, I'll, I'll start with this one. Stock down, I mean, we already um, talked about, oh, no, we already went on stock, yeah, we stock up. Wait, <laughs> what did I go? I went, uh, wait. You said stock up. Wait, did we Smith? Do we already go with this? Yeah, we finished it. Oh, we finished it. Okay. All right. Well, that's the episode. <laughs> I guess I got sidetracked. I got the dog over here trying to play, and then then you know the weather is on the storm track. It's okay. Again, we're not the, hell's going the on. reason you're listening to this show is because we're not giving you a sports center clean cut show here. We're giving yeah. you the the There's real no deal editing, here, except for some, yeah. but, but, with some music. But um, yeah. So that's that's just something that I don't even know what the hell I'm saying. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know. Well, right. <laughs> whatever. That's going to be our Redskins recap right here on the DC crossover. Uh, Mike's around Ben Simpson on the call for you guys. Uh, I guess call. Is that what you want to say? We're not, we're not broadcasting today. <laughs> we're just doing this. Um, but uh, yeah, segment two is coming up next. Stay tuned to the DC crossover where we have our new segment, the two point conversion. Absolutely. One thing in each of our lives that has nothing to do with sports. Stay tuned, everybody. Welcome back to the DC crossover with Sarone and Simpson right here on iTunes and I guess wherever you're listening uh, because we have no idea right now. Uh, I'm going to try to figure it out, but we have no idea. So wherever you're listening, thank the Lord. Um, (laughs) Sure. (laughs) There it is. It is Sunday. Yes, it is Sunday. It's God's day. Um, uh, Segment number two, our new segment here, the two-point conversion. One thing in each of our lives that has nothing to do with sports. It's probably going to be a fan favorite because, honestly, no one cares a, a lick about sports. They just care about what we have to say about the most random topics on the face of the earth. So, Ben, let's start off with you. What is one thing in your life that's going on that has nothing to do with sports? Sure, sure. So, sure, on, sure. Thank you for thank you for the time. Uh, yeah, appreciate you having me. <laughs> so on Saturday morning, Mike, I went to my uh, local. We'll call them. Uh, it's it, it rhymes with. Uh, Shmoyota. Um, that's <laughs> that, the that's car the, brand. That's, that's the word you came out with. And uh, and I had my routine maintenance. And the what I what I always elect to do is I I will do rather than drop off the car. I usually do it early Saturday mornings, and I'll sit there. They have Wi-Fi. They got breakfast pastries out there. I get my chocolate chip muffin, pastry. and I, I sit there and I'll watch like Netflix for a couple hours while my car is being worked on, and then call it a morning. It's usually not too bad. So this Saturday, 
Um, but by the way, the room where you wait has the most weird collection of people um, that you'll ever be in a room with. It's kind of similar to maybe a DMV type vibe or something like that, where you've yeah. got uh, you've got the uh, there's, there's some stereotypes in this room. There's always the uh, kid that their mom or dad has given them an iPad or a phone and watching a cartoon at the highest volume possible yep. in, in the room. Yep, yep. You got somebody on on the phone having a loud conversation and then you have uh, this Saturday there was a girl making like some type of like sales call on her laptop she was having like a full-blown conversation with a customer um, in the middle of the room and then there's just people that are just making gross noises they're they're snoring they're farting they're coughing (laughs) they're they're sneezing they're it's it's just a disgusting place to be hit every noise there yeah and uh and so but usually it's only a couple hours and and this Saturday it was. I was there at bright and early, Mike. Saturday morning, seven a.m. Uh, down do you at do it, Toyota. Why, why do you do it that early? Because then I can get 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 it done and, and pick up some Chick Fil A breakfast on my way home. True. <laughs> get, get some uh, hash brown scramble in my life. Hash brown um, scramble. And uh, get that yeah, breakfast burrito, man. Yeah, that's Chick-fil-A. a hash brown bowl there. It's delicious. Anyways, it, it was four hours. It was from seven to eleven. I was there for four hours at this dealer. What were you getting done? And I get no idea. Gonna, whatever they whatever they tell me they're going to do, I say sure. Just go ahead and do it. <laughs> you get a I say agency. how much how much is it going to cost? And they'll throw out a number. And of course the scam is because you know I have the uh, the routine maintenance that's like part of my plan. Plan and it's like this is going to cost zero dollars today. But then what they do is they find five different things that they say you are need done, so that way sir, they can charge. Sir, you. you need an engine swap today. It took me four hours <laughs> and it cost me six hundred dollars. Wow! And then not only that, Mike, but then when I find when they finally said your car is ready, I, the guy says, "Hey, man, I just uh, I've been actually trying to look for you. I think we wrote down the wrong phone number on our sheet because what they'll do is they'll call you from like the front desk and like you'll come up. He said, yeah, I think, we, wrong think we wrote the fo- wrong phone number on the sheet. Um, we've been trying to reach you for the last 45 minutes. I was like, <laughs> I've been sitting in the same seat for the last four hours. You could have you easily come and found me. Um, and, and then so I could have been out way earlier. And then, of course, he chooses that moment to remind me, hey, by the way, there's going to be you're going to get an email for a survey. Um, and it would really help me out if you fill out the survey. And, and you know, say some good things and things like that. It's like, dude. First of all, <laughs> I just paid six hundred dollars. I sat here for four hours, and then you just told me you didn't even know my phone number. So uh, you call. He's like, yeah, I called some other guy. Uh, so <laughs> he, he had the wrong he was like, Yeah, my name's Ben. He's calling some other guy, telling him his car's ready. The guy's going, my car's in my driveway. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, and uh, all I got was a crappy muffin that was cold. Uh, <laughs> I sat for four hours with a guy sneezing on me, and then uh, oh, the sneezer, and, and then and then get told that yeah, they had the wrong phone number. I could have been out forty-five minutes earlier. And then I, I, I'm just driving away from that place, going, "What did I just do with my life? I just gave six hundred dollars to people that basically just screwed me around for four hours, seriously, and, and took uh, yeah, six hundred dollars from me. But yeah, that's how I spent my Saturday morning, Mike. Jeez, it was uh, it was great." It was it was just wonderful. Six hundred dollars. What did you have to get done? I don't know. They were like, "Yeah, we're gonna." Right, we had to give you a brand new. Tires. They said like the battery rechargeability of my battery wasn't great, so they're like, "We're gonna just go ahead and give you a new one, I guess." And wow. then they're like, "Winter's coming, so we got to make sure to clean your yeah. pipes." Yeah. I don't know. Whatever you, they did, give you a dragon to ride. Whatever home. they did, they took uh, <laughs> all my money. 
And I never know what any of the things are because I'm not a manly man, so I don't know what they're saying. They're like, yeah, this 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 orator and this orator needs to be cleaned out. And, just like, <laughs> and, and I'm not going to argue with the just guy. Um, and then they always say, like, you're supposed to ask, like, what uh, – so, so of the things you listed, like, which ones have to get done today and which ones can I come back and do later? You're supposed to ask these questions. I never ask these questions. I always just say, how much is it going to cost? <laughs> yeah, well, and I, I want to get the hell out of and, here. And they'll add the cents on it, too. They'll go, it's like 605 40. It's like, you don't need to add the sentence. It's not like I'm going to be like, oh, the 40 cents is what takes (laughs) it over the top. That's not not happening. Uh, Can you take that off? Uh, But, yeah, it was uh, a lovely way to spend a Saturday morning. By then, the the breakfast menu's gone from Chick-fil-A by 11 o'clock. Oh, jeez. So I'm not even able to get my hash brown scramble. Um, So I was stuck with the muffin. Now you're just pissed. Yeah, so I'm pissed off. I have a, a, a muffin in me, and then there's this one lady who would not stop asking them for, for, for hot cocoa, and they're like, we don't have hot cocoa. We only have coffee. And she kept asking, and I, I don't know. She was from another land. And <laughs> she, I literally heard her ask them for hot cocoa 50 times in the span of four hours. And I kept being like, nope, we don't have it. She'd go find, ask another employee. They're like, nope, we don't have hot cocoa. Let me run a 7-Eleven and get you yeah, one. We, we have coffee, and we have uh, a couple muffins. And this guy's ate three of them, and they're pointing at me. <laughs> Uh, he's been here all day. I don't know what he's doing here. I don't know. His car's clearly done. I don't know why he's still here. Um, yeah, so that's, that's the my, wrong phone number. That's my two-point conversion. They called Bill in Ohio. Oh, it was awful. Man, that's the weirdest thing. But at the same time, I went to the dealership not too long ago, and literally, I had the same thing happen to me. Basically, they were, they, they looked at me, and they were like, uh, uh, can we uh, uh, talk about this for a second? I'm like, what am I? What did my car break down in the say, back? Like, what are you going to say? No. <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay. So they pulled me aside, and I'm like, I'm looking at the paper, and he's like, so uh, we did the multi-point inspection, and basically, uh, we're just letting you know that uh, this and this need to be replaced because they are awful. And I'm like. I don't even know what that and that are because it looks like you wrote it in because it looked like they wrote it down like it's all you need, you need a to lie. check this thing and I'm like I don't I don't recall my brakes being bad I mean it's like it's like you know it's like I braked fine when I got here uh, but it, it's just it's just funny because the guy told me he's like you know what uh, your PSI and I was like I can you I can yeah. I can you know, well, for, you, you can pump that up for me yeah it'd, it'd be fine for he's a like, dollar I can go to the gas station and get a churro and then also uh, <laughs> also put some air in my tire at self-serve next. yeah it's just funny to me because they, they, they just started trying to give me it's all, all this a crap. scam man it's so stupid dealerships suck yeah. that's why you gotta find your and you know. i don't know enough i'm not a smart enough intelligent man to be able to tell them anything wrong like uh, anything different from what they're telling me so i just have to and that's what they they pry on they 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 know they look at me and they know that i know nothing <laughs> about a lot of things and they go we're going to tell this guy whatever we can to make sure that like, we can get $600. It's just going to keep going up every single time. They have a note on my account, I'm sure, that says this guy's a, a, a complete effing idiot. Um, <laughs> you know, make, tell him whatever. Tell and him keep the, charging the, the him longest more. word you can come up with and then just, just go with it. And I signed up for the routine maintenance, so they're like, it should be $0 today. That's what the guy tells me when I walk in the door. And then when I leave, they're like, it's actually going to be $600. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that's a oh, big sorry. difference. Uh, sir, we need to talk in my office. I actually forgot to add a zero to that 600 yeah. So it's going to be 6000 because we actually replaced your car with a brand new one. So if you know anything <laughs> about cars, please email in uh, ben at uh, dccrossover.com. Give me an email. And you got any emails yet? Tell me. No. no I'm still no, waiting, on, <laughs> waiting I don't on even the, know how to get in my email. Waiting on the dealership to, to, <laughs> to give me a call. But, yeah, send, send us an email um, and, and, uh, and, and, and just ask. Just tell me. Tell me about cars. That's all <laughs> just, I'm asking just for. Say, just say something. Or tweet me at uh, at DC uh, at 
Is it the DC crossover on Twitter? I got to probably make sure this is I right. I think it is the, because I tried to search I it I think it's the, because it. DC crossover uh, itself was taken, and then it was like, do you want DC crossover one? It's like, no, I don't want <laughs> no. DC crossover one. No. We're the one and only, but I don't, I don't want to be that guy. the DC crossover. That's the Twitter. Go ahead yes. and tweet me. Go tweet him. Yeah. So the one thing that's going on in my life that has nothing to do with sports is pizza. So... Good thing we, we, we do a lot of food reviews where we're, at least we've we done one, uh, but we're going to get get going with some other ones. Oh, we yeah. have a lot more things to come up uh, here on the DC crossover, but I love pizza. And you know what? The last uh, week I've probably gotten pizza four times, um, which is not healthy or good for you or, or anything of that nature. But um, it's delicious. It's delicious. But so there's just these deals like, Literally, I think it was last week, last uh, last weekend or so, um, there was a deal uh, because, um, was, actually, Papa John's had the same deal uh, this week. Better ingredients, better pizza, Papa John's. Basically, what happened is that if you put better together, you actually get it today, too. Uh, but, you know, no one's going to listen to this until tomorrow or ever. So, basically, if you put better together, you get, and you have $12 in your cart, then you can get a free one topping pizza or something like that, large one topping pizza, whatever, something good, obviously. But then all of a sudden, uh, I added the Nats fifty. Oh yeah, I added, and some, some surprisingly, they let me use two coupons. Yeah, so I got two large fifty percent off two large pizzas, Ben. Two large pizzas for like eight dollars. It's incredible, <laughs> and delivered my door with a three dollar delivery charge. So that was the craziest thing. So. Basically, I got two pizzas for five bucks because they got the $3 delivery charge, which was half the money as it is. God bless the USA. That's beautiful. I tell you. That's the American dream right there. It was a Sunday. It was beautiful. I mean, I wasn't feeling good, but I still ate bad. People sleep on those uh, Papa John's. Uh, deals that they have with these oh, yeah. teams uh, here locally. Make sure you're always paying attention because, yeah. especially uh, when basketball and hockey season pick up, you know, I, I believe the Caps have one. Cap, I know, yep. I know the Wizards four do goal, four goals and, and a win. And I think the Wizards is like uh, a win, and they score over 100 points yeah. or something well, like that. They never do that. So. Yeah, so don't, you'll never get a pizza out of them. <laughs> um, and the Nats is seven runs and more, and they win. Yeah, yeah. So you, you definitely have some opportunities for some, some – and I'm sure the Redskins have something, too. You the, Red, the Redskins is dumb. It's like every touchdown they score, you get a free topping. Like, that's that's the lamest yeah, one ever. Stupid. I mean, it's stupid. Yeah. That sounds like Dan Snyder had his hands all over that one. Yeah, then all of a sudden sure. they go out there and they score nine against the Colts, and then everyone's like – yeah, there you go. But yeah, I got to beat that out. Pizza deals, man. Pizza <laughs> deals are fantastic, especially from the usual. It's funny. I think Papa John's or Domino's, they 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 kind of know um, like what type of person I am at this point because they'll send me if you have the apps, they'll yeah. send you like a notification. It's like Friday night and they're like, "Oh, this guy, this guy's thinking pizza right <laughs> this now." Guy, this guy knows what he wants. They'll know. They'll know that it'll be like five o'clock, six o'clock on a Friday night, and I'll, I'll get the notification like. Hey man, we know you're thinking pizza. Yeah, well, go ahead and press press that button. <laughs> press that button to reorder your last. And they order. almost get me every single time. They're last worse than the car night. dealerships. They they know. They know. That's, that's the biggest thing, though, is that I also had another day of pizza. Um, I, for, I think it, was, it might have been Tuesday or Wednesday. It was National Pepperoni Pizza Day. It was. So it everyone was. had you know all these deals and stuff yeah. like that. I had to get Domino's that night because they had the best deal. Um, I think the Domino's deal for that was. Um, I think it was if you g- get a carry out, which, by the way, I have never seen this Domino's in Ashburn Commons Plaza or whatever it's called 
that busy in my life. Oh, I mean, I'm sure. That thing was hopping. There was, I mean, literally, I because I, I ordered ahead of time, uh, and I got there early. So I'm sitting in my car, you know, hanging out, whatever, um, for the next 10 minutes or so while the pizza's in there, baking and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. And all of a sudden, literally, I saw probably 20 people within a 10-minute span walk in and walk out with, like, two or three pizzas. Of course. And I'm like, this is insane. It was, a, it was I think it was a buy one, get one free pizza deal for like it was six ninety nine or something like that or whatever it was for carry out only and i started laughing so hard because i got in there and of course they had this stupid tv up there that says like what it's basically the pizza tracker on their tv and mine said like ready to go and i get in there and i say hey my name's mike i'm uh, i'm here for my pizzas and all of a sudden they looked at me and then there was some russian guy or some guy from another land like you said and he was like he looked at me he's like are you sure you ordered from this uh, from this site? We have multiple sites, and I was like, "Oh, you do? I didn't know that. <laughs> I wasn't aware of that." And I was and I was like, "Yes, my name is on your big yeah, ass I'm TV famous. screen, it's right, right there. there." Yeah, and, then, and I was, Mike, five pizzas just for me. <laughs> pizza, pizza, pizza uh, for every day this week. And then there was another day I had pizza, but I forgot when it was. Um, but anyways, uh, pizza. That's pretty much uh, what's going on. <laughs> like, I, literally, I couldn't come up with anything better because obviously I was I was sick on Sunday, then I had to take off work on Monday, so. There's a lot of doing nothing uh, lately. Being because, sick's the worst. Yeah, it's the worst. I got a sniffy, snuffly nose. Or now, now it's hit me. So now I'm, I'm. It's snuffly. You a may word. have gotten me sick, even though we were not in contact with each other all week. <laughs> but I swear, I've got the sniffles too. So I'm, uh, I'm going down next. Is snuffly a word? Snuffly sniffles. I don't know. Snuffly sniffles. There's a kids' hey, book right there. Hey, random word podcast. That's going to be yeah. uh, snuffly. Yeah, snuffly there you is go. Next word. A little cross promotion. Yeah, there. There, you, there you go. So that's going to be our second segment, our new segment, the two-point conversion. We're also going to add some other segments here for the DC crossover. One is going to be called Notes with Noakes, and that's Danny Noakes, who's down there plugged in for Virginia Tech football. We'll have about a 10 to 12-minute segment with him, hopefully every week. Uh, He wasn't able to get on this week, uh, probably because he's running from all the ODU fans, uh, screaming and hollering from scoring uh, over 40 against the Tech Hokies and basically scoring almost 500 yards of offense, maybe even more than that, who knows. But that's just terrible. But he wasn't able to come on to this uh, this episode, so he's going to probably hopefully come on in the next future episodes. But also, we're also going to have some other episodes that we're going to be doing remotely from other places around Northern Virginia and so on and so forth, uh, do some remote broadcasts and whatnot. So stay tuned to all that stuff. We'll get to that uh, at the end of our last segment, which is going to be the Redskins bye week ahead. What to work on over the bye week to prepare for the New Orleans Saints. We're back on the DC crossover episode number four. Uh, we had to skip last week because of fatal illnesses, um, or almost fatal. It's very close to being a fatal illness, man. It felt like death. But at the same time, uh, we got going back on this week with the Redskins' big W over the Green Bay Packers. Uh, the bye week is ahead. And uh, we're going to go real quick on this last segment of the day and talk about what they need to work on over the bye week to prepare for the New Orleans Saints. Ben, you go first. We're going to do one thing each, and then we're also going to have a separate segment that's going to come out uh, in the next couple days. uh, That's going to be the NFL Overlook, what are some of the surprises we've seen, and also one dark horse team after the first few weeks of the season. So, Ben, let's talk real quick about the Redskins' bye week and what they need to work on. Sure, sure. So you've got a team in New Orleans coming up here that – you know, kind of similar to the Packers, where if you don't put them away, they can come back in a ball game. Anytime you have Drew Brees, they're a high-scoring offense. Um, so if you're the Redskins, 
you really have to to on the offensive side of the ball. You have to just work on. We got to play a full four quarters. Yeah, that's what we got to do. We, we uh, no doubt about it. I mean, even if you're only putting across maybe a touchdown a quarter or something like that, have it spread out a little bit more. Whatever it is, you have to put together a full four quarters of football. Otherwise, a team like uh, like New Orleans. I mean. Uh, the Packers on Aaron Rodgers on basically one leg almost was able to kind of make a run at, at, at a possible comeback in this game. Uh, a fully healthy Drew Brees and, 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 and New Orleans offense is a little different story. So, yeah, I, I'd say you got to work on playing f- all four quarters. I think, um, you know, th- I think that comes down to the offense because the defense has been strong through through the first three weeks of the season. I mean, I know I think after week one, they were the number one ranked defense in the league. I'm not sure where they are now after week three, but still only giving up, you know, 17 points here against a high powered offense um, is impressive, too. So uh, offensively play all four quarters defensively. Let's get some some more tackles from some of these major guys <laughs> like Ryan Kerrigan that need to be more involved. Uh, the line, we liked a lot of what we saw there in week three. Hopefully that can carry over. Um, uh, in the next game. But yeah, I'm looking at that New Orleans game and that's, you know, we thought this Packers game was the big test. I think New Orleans might be a pretty big test too, uh, especially New Orleans. They, they coming off a win uh, this week, but obviously, you know, that they'll be playing next week as well. But um, yeah, if you're the skins, you got to kind of keep doing what you're doing, still be able to get, get the running game established, still be able to find things through the air, but Kind of tighten up some of those things. Get some of these guys involved uh, on the tackling side that haven't been involved much this season and play through the entire game. That's for sure. And no doubt about it, what I'm looking for, one thing they need to work on is their secondary help. Basically, today on that one deep ball to Allison, who uh, got that one big touchdown in the second half, you had DJ Swearinger have a big situation in the back end where Josh Norman thought he had DJ Swearinger right there, but then he was wide open. So, to me, I believe that the secondary help needs to be, I think they need to work on their zone. Honestly, if you work on their zone, because, I mean, they're not going to be a running offensive team. Okay, today they had a decent amount of rushing yards. It wasn't a lot, but, uh, you know, Kamara um, and Hill and, and Ted Ginn with that 120-yard run, they had a decent amount of rushing yards. Uh, over. They had over 100, so they had their best game. But before this, they were averaging only 52 yards a game on the ground, and that's the last in the league. And then basically their passing offense, they're fourth in the league. So overall, when you're looking at it, that's the biggest thing you got to watch out for is their passing game because you got Michael Thomas, uh, Benjamin Watson is another tight end that can kill you. And then overall, I think uh, Alvin Kamara, I mean, he had 15 catches today for 124 yards. He did a little that, bit of that, That's basically like Chris Thompson numbers. Yeah. But also he was the lead running back six attempts or 16 attempts, excuse me, for 66 yards. So overall, that's the one thing you got to watch out for is that passing attack and I think if they can just do a really good cover two zone all the way across the field, make sure you have uh, you know bodies in the middle of the field, have a nice rush, hopefully, and containment. I think that's the biggest thing is the containment between uh, Payne in the middle, Ionitis and Allen on the outsides, and then your four uh, linebackers where you have Preston Smith and Ryan Kerrigan on the outsides setting that edge. You need to contain Drew Brees. Okay, that's the fine thing. He's not going to run the ball whatsoever for the most part unless he gets two touchdowns uh, You know, today with three rushing attempts for seven yards. But 
At the same time, Kamara's not going to be out there rushing the football a ton. Drew Brees, if he audibles, he's going to a pass play, no matter what. And that's the one thing you've got to watch out for is because the sole fact that Alvin Kamara, how fast he is, he's almost a carbon copy of Chris Thompson. And I think that's great, though. They're going to have Capri Bibbs out there acting like Chris or like uh, Kamara, who's Bibbs is a pretty quick guy as well. So they're going to have him on like basically the scout team, basically go out there and try to act like that. So I think what they got to work on the most is the cover two zone going across the field. And everyone has their certain spot. Um, because obviously if you can limit them to maybe having uh, a few yards an attempt, uh, but because I mean, Drew Brees per completion, he averaged about 10 yards per completion. So that's not that bad. Basically Aaron Rodgers did that today and we won. So that's the biggest thing you got to look for is try to hold Drew Brees. I would say to under 300 yards passing, and that's going to be a a big win in their book if they can hold him below that, because right now he's averaging over uh, 380 a game. So, you know, when, when when it comes down to, it if you can do that cover two zone and see if you can stop Kamara and then have maybe Michael Thomas be your only guy that does something then I'll, you know I'll, I'll, I'll take that out of the skins yeah I think people sleep on the Saints a little bit uh they do I think because their defense sucks that's yeah. how it is their yeah defense it's, sucks. it's true it's it's a it's definitely the type of team that, that they're just going to try to outgun you um with Drew Brees in that offense for sure so th- that, that could get interesting that could get interesting and, and we'll probably preview it a little bit more yeah. as we get closer to that game but yeah, some things to work on. Hopefully get some guys healthy. I know Mo- Moses went out uh, today concussion. with a concussion, so hopefully you get him back. Um, and anybody yeah, that, That'll else. be good, yeah, if he gets some, if he gets a couple weeks, yeah. yeah. That'll, that'll, that'll be great for him. But the, th- the thing is, they got torched by Ryan Fitzpatrick in Tampa Bay, and they basically got torched today again. Uh, it was by Matt Ryan's a little bit different than Ryan Fitzpatrick, but, I mean, two games right there where they averaged about, what was about 40, 43 uh, and a half points between those two out of the three games. The other one was Cleveland. So, yeah. I mean, at Cleveland, you can kind of throw that out, throw that one out because there's a lot of hype and all this different type of stuff. But at the same time, I mean, out of those two games, one at Atlanta and the one other one home against Tampa Bay, I mean, you, if they let out 38, you know, 40 plus or whatever, uh, you can torch them. So as I think if you stay ahead early, then you, then they're going to have to pass it. And then you can just play a cover two zone and then just have them waste the clock down. And then hopefully AP can just torch them on the ground. Because right now, I mean, AP, he had two great games so far where now he has over 210 yards <laughs> we'll through it. two games. That's fantastic. So, I mean, the, you just can't have that, that game uh, like they did against the Colts, basically. For sure. For sure. I think we're going to definitely see um, – you know, that make some of the adjustments here in the bye week and not a bad time to have the bye week. I mean, you're, you are going to be heading into a real tough part of the schedule coming yep. up. So uh, maybe get tightened up after three weeks, kind of tighten up what, what, what might need to be tightened up and uh, kind of look ahead. And it's going to be a grind coming up. It's going to be a grind for this team yep. for sure. But we're going to see really what they're what they're made of and if they're for real or not. We're going to know definitely in a couple weeks. Yep. So that's the Redskins talk right here for episode four of the DC crossover. Follow us on all the social media outlets at the DC crossover on Twitter. Also go to dccrossover.com and the DC crossover podcast on Facebook. Go on there and, and, and comment, do whatever you want to do. Uh, subscribe to our iTunes podcast. We'll also possibly, hopefully, I'm going to check it out tonight. So don't don't worry, folks. I'm going to check it out tonight about also putting it on uh, Google Podcasts and also maybe on Spotify as well. Uh, just try to get, you know, a few different options for you all out there. Uh, but at the same time, comment if you have uh, a, a request to where to put it. And also uh, if you have anything that you want us to talk about. Uh, again, we have a lot of stuff coming up. Um, the next uh, two to three weeks are going to be a little difficult because Ben's got a real busy schedule, but we're going to try to make it work as best as possible. Uh, but after that, 
around week five or so. Uh, we're going to try to do some remote broadcasts so we can have a live broadcast. We're going to broadcast it live on Facebook. We're going to make sure you guys know exactly where we're going to be uh, by Wednesday and where we're going to be uh, for the podcast and also uh, Facebook Live. So you guys can come out there, and, and if you ever want to ask a question, you can do all that kind of stuff. And we're going to do our live food review as well at that certain bar or restaurant. For so sure. Definitely for sure. stay tuned. we got a lot of stuff going on uh, trying to make this more dynamic for all you guys out there. And um, definitely going to have a lot more fun with it uh, than just sitting on a kitchen table uh, with the dog <laughs> interrupting every two seconds and trying to. I mean, he's looking at us right now. Um, <laughs> but uh, overall, just going to have uh, some more fun. So definitely check us out on all the uh, iTunes podcasts and all that kind of stuff. And again, on DCCrossover.com. We've got a lot of stories on there, a lot of good uh, writers out there. Dan's going to be on our show probably next week as well. And uh, of course, Danny Noakes will probably be on it uh, from here on out. But. Uh, Ben, any last thoughts? Episode four, man. No, I think it's it's exciting time. I mean, the Redskins were able to put together some a strong first three weeks. I think two and one through these first three three games is, is the record that we that we expected them to be at, um, and they were able to do that. Now again, it happened a little unconventionally, but they were able to get it done. So if this team can uh, again fix some of these mistakes, um, this is this is a really I feel like a really dangerous team with a, a fantastic defensive line and a team it's definitely that above average. I'm going to be impressed. I, I'm impressed with what, what I've. I've seen so far, especially from old man AP. That's for sure. Yeah, I told you about it. Hey, I called it 1,100 yards. That old man's going to go for 1,100 yards. It's probably going to set the world on fire, just like ODU did the Tech this weekend, unfortunately. But <laughs> overall, that's episode four of the DC Crossover. Again, as I just mentioned before, dccrossover.com is where our platform is held. Um, but also subscribe, rate, review, do whatever you want to do, uh, and also share it out to the world because everyone wants to hear what we have going on that's not sports-related. Uh, we just talk about sports because this is how we just want to do things, and we know no one listens to that segment. So basically, <laughs> that's going to do it. Episode four for the DC crossover for Mr. Ben Simpson. I am Mike Cerrone saying so long yet again for episode four of the DC crossover. <laughs> <laughs>